This podcast is a member of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts and content creators, visit bio.link slash red5. For an entire generation, people have experienced Star Wars, the only way it's been possible, on the TV screen. But if you've only seen it this way, you haven't seen it at all. This is where the fun begins. Chewing. We're home. Hello there. We would be honored if you would join us. Welcome to the Blue Milk Cafe. Grab an empty stool at the counter, order a cup of Jawa juice and a nice slice of Yogan fruit pie, and get ready because we're about to talk all things Star Wars. Welcome back into the cafe. This is episode 123. I'm your host, Jeff, and on this weekend's episode is flashback episode number six. We are jumping into the old DeLorean and traveling back to July of 2020 and my conversation with Camry. Camry was one of my earliest listeners, and I was very excited when I got him into the cafe here. We sat down, we had a nice conversation, a fun conversation. We're joking around talking about Star Wars and whatnot, and I am so excited for you to revisit that conversation, but before we get to that, I want to talk about the season three premiere of The Mandalorian real quick. Um, Overall, really enjoyed the episode, really enjoyed the opening sequence with the armor giving that foundling, you know, his helmet and going over the creed had my wife thinking at first that could that be young Din getting his helmet? Which, at first to me, it made sense because in the previously before segment, they were talking about um, Din removing his helmet and stuff and it would make sense to have a quick flashback at the beginning. But I started thinking, how old is the armor? And then, of course... That big alligator crocodile thing comes out, attacks them. Then Din and Grogu come in to save the day, and we find out, nope, this is present day. So, and of course, you know, Din comes in, like I said, with Grogu, saves the day again, and gives that Mandalorian tribe there food for over a year. So, but like I said, overall, really enjoyed the episode. Really enjoyed going back and seeing Grief Karga. And that he's Grand Magistrate, I think he said now. <laughs> and the statue of IG-11, which was cool. And then Din's idea to bring him back because he needs a jewelry he can trust for this mission. And finding out that from finding out from the Babu Fricks, I forget. I know Grief said they're their species name real quick but I can't remember it for the life of me so I'm not going to take uh, you know time here to try to re-remember what their names are or the the species name is I'm just going to call him Babu Fricks for right now I love that scene where Din was in their little workshop there crouched down watching them work and talking with them and then of course towards the end of that Grogu giving us one of the all moments in the episode where he grabbed the one and was hugging him hugging him and Din was like he's not a pet put him down so that was funny made me laugh still makes me laugh I've watched it three times now still makes me laugh um and of course then the little space battle chase there in the asteroid field really enjoyed that and then of course at the end of that, when Din and Grogu were escaping, we see the the head pirate, I guess, that they were talking about. I forget his name, too. But 
to me, he looked like Space Swamp Thing. And I've seen a couple of things on Twitter and a couple of things on Hive that um, people are really not digging uh, Space Swamp Thing. I thought it was cool. It really didn't even register in my head when I was first watching it. Like, oh my god, what is this? It's this in Star Wars. I that never registered in my head. Right when my first reaction was just like, oh my god. I, I looked at my wife and like, my first reaction was, oh my god, check out this dude. You know, I wasn't disgust, I wasn't upset, I wasn't going, oh my god, eye roll. I wasn't doing any of that. I was just enjoying the show, and then afterwards, like I said, I saw this feedback on Hive and on Twitter about, oh my god, here we go with uh, aliens that they're just like slapping stuff on and coming up with these really, you know, uh, lame alien aliens, so I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm just trying to say it's just an alien, and he's probably not even going to be a very big character in this. So, I just, you know, like I said, when I saw him, I said, oh, cool. That was it. That was my first reaction, and did not even harp on him afterwards, going, you know what? I really didn't like that dude that was in the episode for only 15 seconds. You know, it's not that big a deal. I'm sorry, it is. But anyway, I like Space Swamp Thing, is what I'm trying to say. But, yeah. Overall, really enjoyed the episode. Cannot wait till this coming Wednesday. Of course, they end the episode, I mean, with the Mandalorian Castle, Bo-Katan sitting on the throne like a boss. Um, she looked so cool in that end scene where she didn't even, like, change her body position once. She just laying there, kicked back, you know, talking to Din, and I'm hoping that we, we, we see a team up with Bo and Din because I really li liked when Bo and Bo, Bo Katan and Din Jaren team team up. I really like that because Bo Katan is, besides Din Jaren, Bo Katan is my favorite Mandalorian ever since the Clone Wars series. So I can't wait to see more of her in this season, hopefully. And like I said, it episode great I liked it can't wait for the rest of the season and now that I got that out of my chest and out of the way sorry for rambling on as much as long as I did this is longer than my normal intros so here is the flashback episode number six traveling back to July of 2020 and revisiting my conversation with Camry hope you enjoy and may the force be with you This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. It's me, Paul Stanley, and you're listening to a show on the Red 5 Network. Because of the following special program, Wonder Woman and the Incredible Hulk will not be presented this evening. An entire generation. People have experienced Star Wars the only way it's been possible on the TV screen. But if you've only seen it this way, you haven't seen it at all. This is where the fun begins. Chewing. We're home. Welcome back into the Blue Mill Cafe. Grab an empty stool at the counter, order a cup of Jawa juice, and a bite to eat, because we're about to talk all things Star Wars.
Hello and welcome back into the cafe. This is episode 60. My name is Jeff. And on this weekend's episode, to help me celebrate the 60th episode of the Blue Mill Cafe, I have a special guest in the cafe. If you're on Twitter and part of the Star Wars community on Twitter, you know this gentleman. He is all over the place when it comes to Star Wars Twitter. It's Camray, debuting on his very first podcast, and I feel honored to have him in the cafe to make his Star Wars podcast debut. So before we get to Camray, I have to go over a couple of things here at the top of the show like I usually do. The BMC question of the week from a couple weeks ago and some news that has come out over the last couple of days. I will get to that. But before I get to that, I want to let everyone know that I'm doing okay. I took last week off and I tweeted out why I took last week off. I took last week off because I was depressed. I was feeling down and I have no idea why I was depressed or feeling down, but I do think it has to do with all the crap that is going on in the world right now. I think the news just finally got to me. It was overwhelming me and I couldn't go on Twitter and enjoy my Star Wars stuff on Twitter or Facebook without seeing this news of what's going on in the world and it just depressed the crap out of me and I didn't feel like doing a podcast. I didn't have a topic for last week. So I decided to take last weekend off, and I knew this weekend I had Camry coming into the cafe, so I would have a show for you guys. So I just have another week now to think of a topic for next week's show, because I don't have a guest lined up for next week. But that's the reason I took last week off. I just wanted to let everyone know um, I am feeling a little bit better now, and it's good to be back behind the mic again talking to you guys and talking Star Wars and forgetting all the problems that is going on in the world today. Now that I got that off my chest, it is time to jump into the news. That's good news. I have good news for you, my lord. Come closer, I have good news. We had a big news story come out this past week that this is probably the biggest news story that everyone's talking about, is we are getting an animated series of The Bad Batch coming to Disney Plus in 2021, and I couldn't be happier. I know I've said in the past on my other podcast that The Bad Batch arc of the newest season of The Clone Wars was probably my least favorite, but it doesn't mean I didn't like it. I wanted more, I guess, of that, and we are getting more of that now, and I can't wait to see it, and it's awesome that it's taking place after The Clone War, so... We can see, did were they affected with the chips in their head? But are they not have chips in their head because they were a mutated batch? What's going on with them after Order 66? That's we really interesting to see. I can't wait to see where they go with it. And anytime we get more Clone Wars animated series content, I'm happy. I can't wait. I, I am really looking forward to this Bad Batch. And another piece of news I saw this week, it's not really news because it's just a rumor, but it's going around the internet that Hayden Christensen might be returning to Star Wars in the Kenobi series. I'm pretty sure to play Darth Vader. I'm hoping. I would love to see Hayden back in the Star Wars family. It seems like, well, from what I saw, because I've never been to a celebration, what I have saw when he was at Celebration this past time, he had a great time. He, he got a good ovation coming back to the Star Wars universe, and he belongs in the Star Wars universe. He just deserves to come back and play Darth Vader one more time. And unfortunately, those are the only two pieces of news that were out there this week. So let's go right over to your answers from last week's BMC Question of the Week. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Last week's BMC Question of the Week was, would you rather be stuck in a spacecraft with Jar Jar Binks or Raftar? Now, I got one response over on my Facebook group, on Facebook from Jeremy Shields. Jeremy says, Jar Jar, 
I, I like not to be, which is a great point. If you're stuck in the spacecraft with a Raftar, eventually I'm pretty sure that Raftar is going to get loose and you're going to have a little trouble with that Raftar. So, let's jump over to Twitter. I got responses from Seth Parnell. Seth says, it's a, it's a tough one. A Raptor has big teeth, but it never gave emergency powers to the Supreme Chancellor. So which is truly more dangerous? Which is true, but I would go with Jar Jar. Okay, he has a point. He has a point. Then I got a response from Echo Station Podcast. Are the Raptors contained? That's the big question. Well, they could be contained, but like I said, I'm pretty sure they'll eventually get loose. And Boring Conversation Anyway podcast said stuck for how long? I don't know. However long the trip takes, I guess. And our buddy Anthony, a royal farm boy, says the Trillion Massacre was enough. So he's going with Jar Jar. Michael Condon at 2Med2 said Jar Jar. And my guest today in the cafe responded... Mr. Camray said, Jar Jar 100%. The possibility of being eaten by raptors is much higher than the possibility of me eating myself to escape the binks. The latter possibility is still up there percentage-wise, though. <laughs> so it looks like Jar Jar takes it here. And of course, everyone knows I'm a huge Jar Jar fan. So I took Jar Jar yeah, big time win. No question about it. Didn't even have to think about it. I'd take Jar Jar any day of the week. So... This week's BMC Question of the Week is, would you rather have 60 portions or BB-8? Think about that. It will be pinned to the top of my Twitter account, at that BMC pod, and in my Blue Mill Cafe group over on Facebook. Think about it, answer them there, and I'll read the answers back on next week's episode. And now, after the break, we will get into my conversation with the one, the only, Camry. Somewhere in space, this may all be happening right now. 20th Century Fox and George Lucas, the man who brought you American graffiti, now bring you an adventure unlike anything on your planet. Star Wars. Here they come. The story of a boy, a girl, and a universe. It's a big, sprawling space saga of rebellion and romance. It's a spectacle, light years ahead of its time. I am C-3PO, human-cyborg relations, and this is my counterpart, R2-D2. Hello. It's an epic of heroes. Good luck. And villains. And aliens from a thousand worlds. Solo rescued the princess, destroyed the Death Star, but their story didn't end there. Now, the creators of the biggest smash hit of all time bring you the next episode in the Star Wars saga, The Empire Strikes Back. continuing story of our band of heroes, Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, Han Solo, C-3PO, R2-D2, and Chewbacca, and introducing Lando Calrissian. 
It's an epic of romance. Of heroes and villains. They cross trackless voids to unknown worlds. A galactic odyssey against oppression. sprawling space adventure in the Star Wars saga, The Empire Strikes Back. Coming to your galaxy next summer. Return for the climactic clash between the forces of good and evil. Return to a galaxy far, far away. Return of the Jedi. The next chapter in the continuing Star Wars saga. The battle for freedom rages on. of a hero, the courage of a rebel, the strength of a leader, the loyalty of comrades, the power of the force, the cunning of the enemy. Destiny revealed. Is Darth Vader my father? A legend fulfilled. An epic of heroes, villains, and aliens from a thousand worlds. It's a trap! The quest continues. The circle closes. The saga lives on. Return of the Jedi begins May 25th at a theater in your galaxy. And I'm back. And as promised in the intro of the show, I have a guest in the cafe this weekend. He is celebrating a birthday this weekend. He is a musician, a teacher, a writer, actor, and the most important thing, a Star Wars enthusiast. He is Cam Ray. How you doing, Cam Ray? Hey, Jeff. Doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. And awesome. I heard... Yeah. <laughs> what is your first podcast? It sure is. Well, I'm, I feel honored to have you on, you know, your first Star Wars podcast. Yeah, well, I'm, it's, it's glad to be here. Uh, thanks for asking me. I'm yeah. Kind of, you know, excited to, to share and... Thanks for having me on. Yeah, no problem. I mean, you're a, a fixture on on Twitter. Always great to have, you know, discuss the Star Wars discussions with you, and also, you know, friendly debates about uh, pizza toppings. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> definitely. Um, I think we can all agree that pineapple doesn't belong on pizza. Um, you know, <laughs> there are, <laughs> but that's. <laughs> You know, I mean, some some people are in denial, you know. Yeah. But that's okay. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm just kidding, so. Yeah. Uh, just in case. Well, I was going to say, I, I am one of those, you know, poor folks that are, that is in denial, so. That's okay, you know. It's okay. Yeah. I, you know. Yeah. Um, one of these days, I, I may be forced to try it. I've never actually tried it, so. Um, but I figure as long as I don't try it, I can keep my opinion there you go see yeah actually there we go 
before we even get started, I'm on. I'm gonna give you my pineapple pizza story. Oh, great! I was years and years ago. I was working at a a video store. For anybody that doesn't know what a video store was, it was it's a blockbuster. It's like where people went in to rent videotapes. I've heard about this. Yeah, yeah, videotapes used to be like DVDs, but they were on tapes. But but anyway, we had a little Caesars that was beside it. And when we went on our breaks, we would always get slices from Little Caesars. And the one guy was going for pizza one day and asked me if I wanted anything. I said, yeah, just get me a slice. And he was like, a slice of what? And I was like, ah, just get pepperoni. I don't know. Oh, no. And he, he comes back and he gives me my pepperoni. And, he's, and I look over and I'm like, I went, what in the hell is that? And he goes, it's ham and pineapple. Oh, disgusting. Like, I was like, are you kidding me? He was like, no. I'm like, did, when did they start doing that? And he goes, what? And I said, putting pineapple on pizza. Propaganda. And, and he was like, he was like, have you ever tried it? And I was like, no. I said, this is the first time I've ever heard of it. So he, he had me try it. And I must admit. It wasn't bad. Oh, man. Oof. But. Okay. I mean, you know, to each his own. To each his yeah, own. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But, yeah, I was like I was like that at one time. And, I mean, I don't know. It, it took him a couple couple weeks to talk me into it, though. Right. So, I, I can imagine. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, you know, we'll see. We'll see, you know. Yeah. And, and if you still don't like it, you could even, you know, validate your point even more. So. That's true. That's true. Um, I did one, one time we, uh, my wife and I, we did a vegan fast for 21 days. Um, I don't know how we even survived that long, but I, I realized at the end of that how sweet just, you know, cooked animal flesh is. And so I just, yeah. for me, I, I can, I have to have, you know, you know, th- that scene in, um, with the, the roasted pork, you know, it, it oh. makes my mouth water. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, it just, that's, but, um, but yeah, but again, you know, uh, I have no problem if people want to not eat meat, but right. you know, I, after, you know, 21 days of it, I'm like, I think I can, I can say, you know, you know, I, I, it's not for me. So. Right. Right. Yeah. That's one thing I haven't tried yet. I, you know, I know I need to start eating healthier and I've started, but I don't know if I want to go that far. No, it's yeah. It. It, the hanger pains are real. That is for yeah. sure. <laughs> but. but anyway, enough of the food talk. This isn't a foodie podcast, so we, we'll just jump right into the BMC five qu- questions. Great. And I know I, I sent them to you ahead of time, just so you had an idea of you know what's coming your way. And the first one I ask all my guests is. What is your Star Wars story? How did you get into Star Wars and, you know, what, you know, how did you become such a big fan? Oh, man. Well, it's kind of one of those things where I can't remember it not being around. Um, I was born in 79. So, you know, just in between, you know, just before Return of the Jedi or, I mean, uh, Empire. And then I... So, okay. So then I guess you could say Return of the Jedi was the, the movie that, you know, was kind of, the, you know, once I was the age to really like have memories. But um, I just, you know, as far as the beginning, it's always been there. But I, I have a vivid memory of Darth Vader, you know, entering, entering the um, Leia's Corvette. And that's kind of one of those images that just, and I, I guess is jumping ahead, but he's kind of, you know, Vader's my favorite character. And I think it's because I, that's just kind of one of those images, you know, that's, that's in my head, but right. you know, I just, you know, so from early on, you know, from, you know, the Burger King glasses, I still have one of them, Oh from, geez. you know, um, I broke one of the other ones that I had a couple years ago because <laughs> I was just yeah. using them just to drink from, you know, and right. Um, I'm not a big collector. And so I was, I was like, oh, this is cool. I had these from childhood. And so walking around and then it just slipped out of my hands. And yeah, oh, man. 
so then now it's just it stays up in the cabinet the other one and um, yeah but anyway so just those kind of memories you know Um, yeah i had a big r2 d2 toy bin at my grandparents you know where i kept all my toys and you know had the sheets and the the bed you know bedroom was decorated all star wars had the lightsaber you know with the it had the, the opening in it, so when you swung, the air went through and made a whistle. Okay. <laughs> I guess the poor man's lightsaber nowadays, yeah. like, they do everything, but, you know, I, I loved it. And even then, the red lightsaber was always my favorite, because just, you know, something about Darth Vader. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so I, you know, just growing up, I always, you know, just, just loved it. I think just because, you know, growing up, you know, kind of when it was when it was popular or I mean it's always been popular but you know when it first came out and um I had that Yoda Reed poster in my room um Reed and the force will be with you and I had that all the way through high school it was on had a big bulletin board and it everything got covered up except for Yoda on there and so that's a vivid memory um and it was just really into it and then in college course the prequels came out right and so then i'm like all right here we go and so i i got a hyperspace membership on starwars.com and every day i was on there watching the live filming of the prequels you know the the beautiful green (laughs) surroundings it's pretty much it occasionally a janitor would walk across um i don't know if i saw george lucas ever but i i think i saw um i saw ian mcdermott one time and I'm trying to think who else, but anyway, so it's kind of cool because just depending on when you would log on, you know, you, they might be filming or, you know, right, you know, working on the set anyway. And so that was huge. Um, and then, but I've always been into the movies, you know, and, and then I guess flash forward, um, you know, the, then the sequels come out. And so I decided to start listening because I had gotten into listening to various podcasts and so then I decided, well, I wonder if there's any Star Wars podcasts. So I started listening to a couple. And then, of course, they start mentioning Twitter. And I had an account that wasn't real active. Right. And, um, and then just kind of one thing led to another. And I was like, well, let me see what's going on on there, you know. And then kind of got sucked in. And, <laughs> and then, yeah. you know, one thing leads to another. And now I'm slightly more obsessed than ever. And so now I'm thinking, oh, maybe I could start a podcast or do something, you know, kind of something with creativity with, because I've always enjoyed, you know, majored in music. And so I'm a musician and a teacher and, and I love, always have made little movies and done comedy stuff. And, and you know, I'd like to bring it all together. And I think Star right. Wars is kind of a cool, you know, just what better, you know, better topic to kind of bring all those yeah. things together. Um, I think that's what Star Wars does. You know, some would disagree, but I think, you know, ultimately it's family and it, it brings us together, you know, because now I see my kids enjoying it. My son, he's almost 12 and my daughter's three and they both love it. And she loves Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> and so I haven't pushed that on her. She just, she kind of gravitates towards the dark side. She's in her other favorites, Kylo Ren. So I'm like, what's going on? Oh, Am I failing here as a parent yeah. or, or succeeding is how I would like to right to think of it yeah just keep your eye on it and make sure it doesn't go too far right yeah exactly yeah yeah we gotta kind of bring it back to center but anyway when when the last last jedi came out um i I actually had never really done any of the gotten into the books or you know the what you know i thought of them as cartoons like when clone wars rebels and all that came out back in the day i kind of avoided like yeah it's for kids cartoons don't need all that um and then, you know, um, The Last Jedi came out, or the, the audiobook, and I decided to listen to it because um, I'd started kind of listening to audiobooks. And, and of course, Mark Thompson uh, narrates the thing. And I immediately was just like sucked in and just amazed. I was like, wait, this is the same guy doing all of this. And I love doing voices and stuff. And so that's kind of what got me into that. And I'm like, then I decided to read a book, and now I'm just lately i just can't stop reading star wars so i've got a, a pile of books now kind of overwhelming that yeah. i've read or am going to read so and then i started watching clone wars uh once i kind of got into the whole twitter world and people start talking about these you know just the the depth of character 
you know, development that you get from that. And so I'm, I'm in on season four right now of that and just loving it. So, yeah. So anyway, that's, I think that's <laughs> long story yeah. longer. That's about it. Well, that, that's fine. Like I said, you can elaborate all you want. That, that was amazing. I mean, yeah. And I'm with you on the poor man's lightsaber. That's the only kind of lightsaber I had as a kid. Because <laughs> when you said you were born in 79, I was 69. So okay. 10 years apart. So we, we had the old, you know, gift wrapping tubes that we used to use. Yep. And wiffle ball bats, whatever you could find. <laughs> I think I remember my mom told me I painted a wiffle ball bat like blue. And my brother painted, well, he didn't even paint it. He just painted the the handle of the wiffle ball bat like black so it looked like the hilt. Right. So he had a yellow lightsaber. Nice. So, yeah. And then we discovered that, yeah, the wiffle ball bats leave welts. So let's go back to the tubes. Right. <laughs> so, but yeah, and breaking the, the, the glasses, I, I, I know how that feels. And... One of the things that my mom made me, because my mom was into ceramics when, you know, we were growing up, she made a bust of Darth Vader. Oh man! For me, but it had like Christmas lights up inside of it, so when you clicked it on, like his chest plate would like blink. Oh, that's great! Like red and blue and white, and. I had it for years and years. It broke once, and I glued it back together, and it was still good as new. When my wife and I moved into our current townhome that we are in now, I was downstairs unpacking some of my stuff, and all I did was pick up the thing out of the box, and it kind of disintegrated in my hand. (laughs) And I was like... No disintegrations, come on. Yeah, and I let out the Vader no. (laughs) and it just devastated me and it was so sweet I think it was the very next Christmas my one younger sister got me a Darth Vader bank from Walmart which wasn't really the same thing but it was the thought that counted right she knew I lost it because I posted it all over social media and and she felt sorry for me but she got me the best replacement she could she could have gotten me so well that's awesome yeah but yeah things like that that happened that no control over just the years took its toll on it so yep it just happens i I wish i'd saved some of my you know toys and whatnot you know but i just you know i I got into collecting playing cards and so (laughs) that's my one collection you know that i still have and so but i really now see you know see these people's collections i'm like oh man yeah <laughs> I yeah i was people call me a collector but i was like i'm i'm really not it's the stuff that i have is mostly the stuff i have from my childhood that i played with so right it is beaten up and used but it's priceless to me so yeah That's but yeah best. anyway the second question i think we already know one of your answers to this but <laughs> Who are your five favorite Star Wars characters? Well, number one's Vader. Um, I just I love Darth Vader, um, and, and I can't, you know, I can't really place, you know, I've always thought, you know, why, you know, but I, I think it's just he's just the iconic, you know, iconic villain, and I think also it, it has to do with knowing, you know, his, re- you know, how he he came back, you know, became Anakin. Anakin return and I think knowing that as a kid that really that scene really spoke to me thought it was really cool like man he's done all this he's bad but then he's really his his dad and that he you know he ultimately saved his son you know so I think that whole I think that's why we then are like able to do that with Vader we're like a Palpatine he's just he's just Satan you know so (laughs) yes Satan so he's um Although I really do like Palpatine too, because if I play, if I had a character to play, I would, I would want to play the, the bad baddie. Uh, right. So I, I think it'd just be fun, you know. But anyway, so Vader's number one. Number two would be Yoda. Um, again, it's just he. It's that whole, you know, size matters not, and just 
you know, again, it goes back to those nostalgic feelings where it was just like, man, seeing him lift that X-Wing, you know, it's just that whole, like, man, this little green Muppet, you know, is able to, you know. Oh, and that's the other thing. You, you know, I don't think of him as a Muppet, you know, right. which is so crazy. You know, it's amazing that he's, you know, so real, you know, and, and that he was just, you know. Anyway, I ramble on. Um, but and then number three is Han. Um, I, I mean, I just think just the comedy. Just I mean, Harrison Ford just he nails it. You know, yeah. also a big Indiana Jones fan, which is you know kind of the same same character, you know, in in a way. But I just I think I love that sarcastic kind of just the way his delivery and just kind of you know how he's he kind of puffs himself up like he's kind of bad or kind of you right. know, but ultimately we know he's a softy um so he's a good guy and so anyway and then chewbacca i just love chewy so i think it's just kind of he kind of grounds han you know and, and right just like if, you, if you're gonna have a sidekick you know first of all <laughs> you know he can he can take some people out if he needs to you that's know? right uh, somebody trying to stuff some pineapple pizza in your face you know that's right he's not tears his arm yeah um, and then number five would be R2. Uh, I just, he's my favorite droid. Uh, I think it's like, how can someone, you know, doesn't, doesn't speak, but he's got so much personality. Like he's like, he's funny, sarcastic. You feel like he's, he, he knows what's going on. It's like, sometimes he's the only one who's, you know, got the level head and he's, he never speaks, you know, there's no subtitles there. It's just, so I, I really like him. So yeah. those would be my top five. I know they're all OT. Um, characters. Um, I thought about making a list for all the different ones, but right. um, those are, that's just my top five because that's my, you know, that's what I grew up with, and so I think it's hard to, you know, and that's not saying they're the only five. I've, so, but right, and well, and and some people say R two, of course, is the real hero of Star Wars. So hmm. he basically saves the day in almost every every film. At some right. <laughs> so, yeah. You gotta have R2 on that list somewhere. Definitely. Definitely. And number three is I think a standard question that all Star Wars fans get asked. Which is your favorite Star Wars movie? Oh, that is so tough. Yeah, um, now I'm, it is. I'm, I'm gonna go with Empire. Um, but I kind of wrote Empire and Return of the Jedi together. I think yeah. you know, obviously that's I it's film singular, so I'm going to go with Empire Strikes Back. I'm going to stick with that. Um, first of all, just Hoth. I, I mean, that's just you know, it's I love the whole Hoth sequence. You know, I think just because it's it's a di- different scenery. It's a you know, it's and that's what I love about all of Star Wars is it it's all grounded. You know, it's you mm-hmm. it, it it's not that kind of over the top glossy sci-fi. It's it feels totally real. You know, and you're just you're put right in there, and it's like yep, this. This is an actual place. and But I think on Hoth, the thing that really got me as a kid was that when Luke um, pulls the lightsaber to his hand um, to get rid of the Wampa, I think it was just like, I think that was the first time you, it, to me, it was like, oh, the Force is real, you know? And you really right. see him using it. And, and that, I mean, obviously, in A New Hope, he's, you know, he uses the Force, you know, but it's kind of like, okay, that's cool, but... I don't know, just something about that. And then flash forward to Yoda, that whole sequence, because uh, I love Yoda, but him lifting the X-Wing, like I mentioned earlier, that just, and it's like, man, it doesn't, size, doesn't matter your size or your age or your, you know, it's like, man, if you can, you know, if you want, want to accomplish it, go for it, you know, don't let anybody tell you otherwise, not even whiny Luke, you know. Yeah. So, I like Luke, but, he, you know, <laughs> he, he warms up later on. Um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, and then um, Cloud City, I love that whole sequence. I mean, I love Lando, you know, that, just the whole, <laughs> that just kind of his his character. I love love his, um, all his capes and, and all that mess. And then, um, and and then ultimately the big reveal, you know, with Vader, you know, I'm your father. Right. It's like, man, I just still remember that, you know, the way that sinks in. You're, you know, it's, and you can only see that once. You know, and it's, it's true. Just yep. that whole like, man, 
you know, and then just the questions. I can only imagine like actually seeing that in the, you know, in the theaters and having to wait, you know, for, for three <laughs> years, you know, it's like, what? Yep. But anyway, yeah. so I think all of that, you know, and then of course Jedi I love because of the, you know, the redemption of Anakin. But um, anyway, I have to go with Empire. And then just, you know, even as an adult looking back, just visually and all, I'm like, man, it's just, I think it's stunning. So anyway, that would be mine. Yeah, yeah, and I think it was asked. Yeah, it was asked to me um, a little while back. I was on. I don't know if you watch them on Facebook. Um, the Tatooine Sons. Oh yes, yes, definitely. They have their little. Well, Dave, David, the father, he does these little video shows with a guest every every week, and you just pick a topic and. You talk about it with them. It's just like a mm-hmm. normal, like a conversation like we're having now. Right. And it, he he was asking, he asked me when you saw Empire in the theater for the first time. And I was 11 years old. He said, do you remember your reaction to the big reveal? And I said, without hesitation, I said, yes. And I thought he was lying. I said, he's a bad guy. Bad guys lie. Right. So, 11-year-old kid, you know, you're saying bad guys lie. And right. I told oh, him, yeah. I said, for three years, me and my friends were having the arguments on the playground. Oh, man. And I was like, I'm like, no. I said, dude. I said, he's a bad guy. He's lying. Right. And he goes, well, who's Luke's father? I'm like, who? The, the guy that Vader killed. <laughs> so, I was like, I said, Obi-Wan told him. But yeah, and then so they. I mean, that's what they were going for. (laughs) Yeah, it comes back around. He goes, "What was your reaction when Empire came out?" And Yoda, I told him, I said, "When Yoda said it, I said, then I started. I said, good guy said it. It's true, right? So I'm like, wow. I said, my mind was blown. So that's awesome." But that even got me, I mean, even as an adult, that got me revved up for the prequels because I wanted to see how could a sweet little innocent guy like Anakin from Phantom Menace get to Um, such an evil dude. Right. So, yeah. But, yeah, that was my initial reaction. I was like, he's lying. Yeah, that's... No, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I've always thought it would be cool if, I don't even know if it's possible, but like if you could have a hypnotist hypnotize you to forget all of your Star Wars memories, you know, so you could go back and watch them again and have that, those reactions. And then, and then of course, return your memories to you afterwards. Yeah. But I don't think that'd be kind of a scary <laughs> scenario. Right. And uh, I was just like, wow. But yeah, I- when it first happened in the theater, my jaw did drop, but afterwards I'm like, the dude's lying. He has to be lying. Right. Oh. Yeah. Uh, number four, your favorite animated Star Wars. Well, like I said, I'm, I'm actually just getting through the Clone Wars right now, so right now right. it's um, the Clone Wars. Um, okay. But I, I, I'm moving right to Rebels after that, and then... Um, I did watch a few episodes of Resistance, and it just it wasn't really for me. But I'm going to still watch it just because I, yeah, I, I want to take it all in. But I wanted to do Clone Wars and Rebels first. I did. I will say I watched season seven as it came out, um, just okay. because I was like, I can't wait until I watch all. You know, I wanted to be on right. top of that, and I knew being involved in, in Twitter the way I am, and even now it's, I, I I see a lot of spoilers, but I knew with that being so fresh, I had to be on it. <laughs> there's no right. way I was going to, you know, and so, but, you know, it's kind of the way Clone Wars is anyway. It kind of jumped around at first anyway. So figured yeah. that's kind of what Star Wars does. So, but yeah, if you, if you look around online, they have someone took this painstaking effort to actually get a chronological order okay. of Clone Wars for you. Yeah. That's, that's how I'm watching it. I, I got that. Like, I've got the little graphic and I'm going through it. Chronologically. Yeah. Whoever so. did that, I'm like, kudos to you because I don't have that patience. I know. I just, I don't even know if it, you know, I'm, I'm just going to take their word for it. I'm like, okay, right. I, I saw it enough. I'm like, all right, I'm going to watch it. Yeah, me. And 
So. Me and my wife started doing that, then we stopped because this was before Disney Plus. Yeah. And we, ju I just had my DVDs, and I was oh, getting, okay. and I had to switch. You know, I'm like, okay, which one's that? What disc? What oh, season? Oh man, yeah. And, but now that we have Disney Plus, we're going to try to do it again sometime here soon because all I have to do is go. You know, just find oh, the episode, yeah. hit it. It's a lot easier. Yeah. And actually, I, that when I, you know, when Solo came out, I hadn't seen, you know, Clone Wars. So, like the whole mall thing at the end, I was like, what? I was I was almost a little upset. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cheap, you know. Bring bringing him back. I had I had no clue because I knew nothing about, you know, him him coming back. And so okay. now it's like, oh, this is great, you know. It's like, yeah, it's it's kind of cool. So it makes me want more solo because it's kind of like just getting started. It felt like. And so, right. That was like my my oldest nephew. I took him to see Solo in the theater, and it was my second time seeing it. So, when the mall scene came up, I, I knew he hadn't seen Clone Wars. Yeah. But I told him, I said, okay, I'm going to have to explain something to you when it happens. I said, I don't want to tell you what it is yet. <laughs> and he goes, okay. And I just wanted to, I wasn't even watching the screen when the mall scene came up the second time. I was just looking to my side, watching his reaction. Yeah. And it was priceless. His, the realization when it was coming over his face, and he started looking at me, going, "Is that what? It right? Who? Yep. Wait, wait, wait!" And I was like, "Yes." And he was like, "But I," and I'm like, <laughs> "After the movie, I'm not. I'll talk to you." <laughs> right. No, I was. Yeah, for the first half, I, I missed a lot of what he was saying when I first the first watch through in the theater because. You know, in my mind, I'm doing the same thing. I'm like, okay, that guy looks a lot like Darth Maul. I know it's not. So, you know, what is you know who is this? A brother? And then I realized, oh wait, you know, obviously yes. he the whole lightsaber deal. And so, but um, so anyway, I'm, I'm excited about kind of getting through the rest of the animated show. I will say, I, I love Ahsoka. Um, that's just she's a pretty awesome yeah. character. So I'm looking forward to some live action Ahsoka. And, yeah, I was. Hopefully they. I, I mean, I've said before in other podcasts, I, I've been guests on. Um, I know Ahsoka for most people that started watching the Clone Wars right away. I didn't. I came to the Clone Wars like you later. Mm -hmm. But I liked Ahsoka from the get go. I yeah, I did she, too. I knew she was supposed to be an annoying character, just like Luke was in A New Hope. That's how that's how it works. Yeah, but, they start out yeah, like that, and then yeah, because she's a she's just a what she was a tween, right? So of course she's going to be annoying. But I thought it was awesome. Yeah, and I did like all her nicknames, but you know, I know teach her own. But when when I tell people that they're shocked, I was like, well, I said I don't know if it was me coming into the series later on. But I said, I just kind of understand where they were going with her character. Right. I I was even saying, by the end of this, I bet she's going to become a fan favorite. So, yeah, just let her mature and people are going to love her. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think and, that's Star Wars in general. It seems it's like just let it let it simmer. Let it, you know, right. Let it sit. Revisit it. You know, I don't think everyone has to like every film and everything, right. but it's, I love all of Star Wars. And so I'm kind of like, I just, I'm going to be happy with any of it, you know, and I, I choose just not to sit down and nitpick. You know, right. Yep. You can find negativity in anything if you look for it. So, yeah, that's that, that's one reason I wanted to start my own podcast. But then again, I also tell people, like, I don't know if I should have my own podcast because. When I watch movies, I don't. The first time I go into it, I don't go into it with a critical eye at all. Right. Same I go here. in to have fun and forget the world for two and a half hours. Well, that's that's me. It's 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 an escape, you know. And it it's you know, I mean, unless it's just a, a horrible horrible movie, you know. Oh yeah. But uh, you know, I've seen those. When it comes to Star Wars, I, I just haven't seen one that I'm like, oh, that's horrible, you know. Yes, I just I love I love it too much, and like you said, you go into it just I want to have fun, you know. 
And yeah, I, I, let's put it this way: I haven't seen a Star Wars movie yet that I would I wouldn't want to watch again. Exactly. So. And number five would: Who would you be in the Star Wars universe? Like, would you be a Jedi, a Rebel, in the Empire, First Order, a bounty hunter, a you know cantina owner? Okay, well, um, I'm going to go with what I am in the real world. I'm going to be a musician, and I'm going to name myself Cam Rebo. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> since it's kind of close to Max Rebo, and he plays a keyboard-type instrument like me, um, but I think I would be a musician. Just, I mean, you, I think, well, first of all, politics, I feel like divide. I, I'm not really into, don't like to really get too deep into politics. I think it right. separates people, and where I think music repairs relationships and brings people closer together so that's to me i think first of all being a an artist or a musician i think that's kind of the your role or you know is to to bring joy and but then also i could play in all kinds of casino cantinas you know right. check out you know i kind of observe what's going on playing some canto bite-esque casinos right you know, if want to you know kind of step things up a little bit in the you know like, the upper echelon playing on right boss's yacht yeah exactly fly around on his yacht for a little while you know um you know hopefully they he keeps his <laughs> keeps his daggers away from me you know right so i have to clean up a little bit here and there you know but yeah i think that's what i would do i would um i would stick with being a musician um it can typically you make friends instead of um make enemies that way so right i'm all about making friends so awesome and i also like to just throw a bonus question in there at the end for each guest i usually don't ask the same bonus question twice and i don't believe i've asked this one yet to any guests so which era of star wars would you like to live in i'm gonna go with the prequel era um and I'd, I'd probably hang out either on Naboo or Scarif, depending on my lifespan, um, if I could see the future. Um, but I, I just think it's the, the least chaotic time, uh, least being the, the key word there, um, before the Jedi were eliminated and planet-killing space stations were functional. So I think... True. Um, and I just, you know, and also with more reading, just like... I think, I mean, obviously Naboo is beautiful, but then you, you know, kind of been reading some of the, um, I just finished um, Queen's Shadow, moving on to Queen's Peril, and actually right now I'm, I'm in the, well, I'm halfway through, over halfway through now, the Darth Plagueis novel. I know it's not canon anymore. It is to me. I think it should be. Um, but anyway, hashtag make Darth Plagueis canon. But it's just it, the descriptions of Naboo, and I just think Naboo is awesome. You know, I mean, also though Palpatine came from there, so I don't know. <laughs> maybe, what? maybe that's not the best choice. I don't know. I just I think the prequel era, there there wasn't necessarily a. I mean, there was, you know, stuff going on, but not a an all out war, um, and so I think that's what I would choose. Okay. Yeah, I think when. I forget where I was asked. I'm not sure if it was a, like a poll or something on Twitter that I answered. Is sort of, I think it was sort of along the lines of what era you would like to live in. And I said, I think I said the sequel era after the fall of the First Order. Right. Well, yeah, I was thinking that too. Can I say pre-prequel? Right. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. And I, I thought I about that too. The caveat there was like, after all the crap went down. Yeah. Anywhere before or after the Skywalker saga. Yeah. Exactly. The Skywalker drama, I guess. Right. But yeah. No, well, and also I would like to I'd like to meet Qui-Gon. So if, if I got to meet a Jedi, he's my favorite Jedi. So I mean I, yeah. I love Yoda, but if I was gonna be, be trained by someone, I think I'd I'd go with Qui-Gon. So. Yeah, that and that's another thing that uh, Star Wars fans, I know there's been debates about that. If Qui Gon survived the episode one, yes, would have An <laughs> would Anakin have turned? And I always say no. I don't think he would have. I'm with you. I, I, I don't think he would have. Um, I think he would have. Qui Gon would have, and maybe not. Maybe he wouldn't have because Palpatine cloaked himself pretty well. But I think yeah. Qui Gon, first of all, would have maybe 
trained Anakin better, and he would have also had his his senses and his connection with the Force, and maybe kind of helped, kind of guide him. Yeah, and you never, Qui Gon may have picked up on, you know, Sidious earlier than the rest of the Jedi did too, because he was, he wasn't that, like he would he would be the kind of Jedi I would be because. Like you, I don't like to get really deep into politics, and right, and that's why he never went on the council. Yeah, he didn't. The, all the dogma and stuff. He's like, ah, you know, he, he right. you know, and he wanted to study the old texts and everything, and kind of just stay true to, you know, being a Jedi. And the others, they're kind of like, they let themselves kind of get involved with the Republic. And I think it's yeah, just, I, I think that would have been cool to have him in. Uh, that would have been interesting to see him and Dooku meet in episode two, Qui-Gon and Dooku. Oh, man. Yeah. And who knows what that, that might have, could have changed Dooku. Who knows? Yeah. So. Dooku could have came back or Qui-Gon may actually have joined him saying, yeah, you know what? You're right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so who knows? Yeah. I would be all in favor for, I know some people probably wouldn't, but a whole what if, Star Wars What If series. Um, oh yeah. Obviously, it's like okay, this is what if, so it's not canon, but it's just to be able to explore, just you know, all those options. It's just unlimited. It's, yeah, because I know, I think Marvel is doing a what if series. Yes, plus they are, and which is awesome. So, and I can't wait for that. And right before we started recording, I was just reading a story about how, of course, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is getting delayed, hmm. and. I was just re-watching the little uh, trailer that they released months ago for WandaVision and Winter Soldier and Falcon and Winter Soldier. Those two series look so great. Yes. I just cannot wait. And knowing that the Falcon and Winter Soldier picks up right after Endgame. That's just, it's awesome. I mean, oh. so we're not only getting all this Star Wars content, but they, they haven't even really started the Marvel content yet. So it's yeah. just... Yeah. Just wait till that hits. <laughs> oh, man. I think Disney Plus is going to see a big spike in subscriptions. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Because they they got they already got the Star Wars fans because that's what they launched it with. But they're going to be getting the Marvel fans real soon. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, that there were great answers. And some of the some answers were first here like musician that's the first time i got that answer right. that question so right yeah but yeah thank you for coming in the cafe and spending a little bit of your birthday weekend with us oh man i enjoyed it i like i said i'm honored to be here thanks for inviting me i, just, I had a great time yeah no problem anytime you want to come back just you know let me know and we'll have you back in and maybe when, when these times i'm looking to have like maybe multiple people in in the cafe like have nice. a little round table on a certain oh, subject you. so yeah so whenever i get that going i just have to get i guess i think better like audio equipment i think for myself to do that so yeah. <laughs> but yeah whenever i i'm able to do that i'll let you know and if you want to like I said, just hit me up and we'll set something up. I'd love to. Thanks, Jeff. I appreciate it. And as always, until next time. I have spoken. Give the evacuation code signal. Thank you for visiting the Blue Mill Cafe. Life is all about passions. Thank you for lending me your ear while I shared all of mine. You can follow the Blue Mill Cafe on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at that BMC pod. And remember, Blue Milk, it does a body good.
station anyway. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go. I have spoken. Give the evacuation code signal. Thank you for stopping by the cafe. Life is all about passions. Thank you for lending me your ear while I shared all of mine. You can follow the Blue Milk Cafe on Twitter at that BMC Pod. You can follow the Facebook group, the BMC Pod. You can also email the Blue Milk Cafe, that BMC Pod at gmail.com. And remember, Blue Milk, it does a body good. Greetings, listener. Just a reminder that the podcast you just heard is a proud member of the Red 5 Network family. Red5Network.com offers you a great variety of shows you'll be sure to love. So the next time you're itching for quality content, make sure you head over to Red5Network.com. You'll find this podcast along with a whole lot more. All wings report in. It's the Red 5 Network.